Hey, hey, good bitches, and welcome to this week's episode of How to Be a Good Bitch. I'm Jules Rangi Heyue. And I'm Jodie Clark, and we're just two good bitches trying to live good lives. Today we get into body image and the sometimes hectic road to self-acceptance. We help a listener navigate the do's and don'ts of first dates, and today's confession is proudly brought to you by another letdown. Wow. wow. All talking, no game, but Jodes, yeah. how have you been? How were your last two weekends? Well, look, I think it's safe to say I pushed the boat out on Friday night. I think any of the listeners that follow me on my personal Insta will have seen the hot mess that was karaoke at my house. They were I, cute. You looked gorgeous. I drank gorge. way too much and flooded my Insta story with karaoke videos. We were doing throwbacks. We had Brian McKnight. We had bloody Mandy Moore, Only <laughs> Hope going. It was a throwback. And um, you know what it's like when you're cooked and you're taking selfie videos of you for the gram and you've got your favourite little plumper filter. 100%. And I thought I was serving Bella Hadid, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but it was more like Bella from Bankstown. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm always like, Am I the Rihanna of Redfern? Yeah, wow. <laughs> when really it's like, no. Not I was at all. just super fucking cooked. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, that was a hot mess. But by the time you post them, there's no point taking them down the next day because by 9.30, whenever you wake up, everyone's already seen them. It's eight hours. Your seven boyfriends have seen it. Yeah. There's no coming back. Exactly. So you just gotta own, you just got to own it. So I felt pretty disgusting Um Yesterday, because all I ate was Nutella pizza, Macca's. It was a hot mess. I've been wasting all my pre-made vegan meals that I bought because I'm, you know, trying to get my dietary situation under control. Let me, like, let me guess. You bought these on like a Monday when you're on your health kick. Yes, <laughs> and I've probably spent like a hundred bucks on these pre-made meals. Shout out to Flav, and they're just sitting in the fridge. Because I'm just eating too much shit at the moment. I don't know what's wrong with me. And your taste buds change because then they taste disgusting. Once you come back from that Nutella pizza, you don't want this broccolini mash. Yes, I'm just (laughs) so over it. Like they're really good. They are really good, but I'm just kind of over it. And Mm. um, yes, shout out to Nutella pizza. (laughs) They they are my kryptonite. But look, what about you, Julesy? You've been... You've been dipping and doing it. Yes, I've been having such a fun August. Dry July did me well because now I'm so much more appreciative of my friends and going out, mm. et cetera, et cetera. Um, I had the funnest night on Saturday. I went to Drag and Dine Jokes. Have I you ever been? That. You love it? It's so fun. Oh, my gosh. So for listeners who aren't in Sydney, um, it is a drag show with uh, multiple performers and you get a three-course meal and alcohol, I mean, what more could you want, really? Mm. Um, but I was screaming and going, yes, like a classic white girl for too many hours that I lost my voice on Sunday. So I was messaging Jodes and I was like, oh, fuck, yeah, I've lost my fucking voice. <laughs> it sounded like I'd smoked at least 52 durries. So thank fuck we didn't record that weekend. Um, had Dragon Dine. I, oh, Jodes, oh. I had a date. Oh my gosh, what? I know, I never tell you these things. You Love. always hide things from me. I think me. I like the shock factor. You're so secretive. So I had a hinge date, everyone, girls, wow. listeners. Shout out to Hinge. Had a hinge date um, and he was really, really funny on hinge. Uh, very, 
very, very bland in real life. Uh. Do you think that the two interconnect jokes? Like if they're really funny in text, do you reckon that they can't ever live up to that? I find that, yeah, I find that if they're really clever and intelligent mm. over text or whatever, they're usually a bit more shy Incl- and yes. in real life. Because they feel that's their, that's their secure place. That's True. their happy place. It's they online. feel safe mm-hmm. online. Mm-hmm. But in person, it's like, oh, a girl. Ooh. So Where true. The guys that don't run as good chat on the text, they're actually really more, like a lot more fun and yeah, animated yeah. in real life. Yeah, completely. Yeah. Interesting. Okay, yeah. I, I won't make this mistake again because he was fucking, he had me in stitches and that's the way to my heart definitely is humor he had me in stitches over dms in real life guys i was breaking my back to hold this conversation joe it's breaking it mm. um he was nice he was just like a classic good country boy was he cute like describe the way he looked um cute for like classic australian white standards like the kind of like sandy brown hair the good smile but very like uh probably too white for me if that makes sense <laughs> A bit too clean cut. I don't like them clean cut. I like them a bit rough, rough around, around the, the edges. edges. Yeah. yeah. So as soon as I saw him, I actually knew that he wasn't going to be the man's for me, which is fine. But it wasn't that that got me down, Jones. Mm. Oh, it was what happened? Oh, no. at the end of the at the end of the night. Yes, mm. we had um, we had eaten and drunk a lot of a lot of things. So it came our bill came to about two hundred dollars, mm-hmm. which in Sydney City isn't. Like it's a lot, but it's not that it's not that shocking. It's a lot during COVID, shall we say? Completely. So we the bill comes and with our little two hour window is up and the lovely lady places our bill down on the table. Mm. Now normally in my past dates, this is when the guy goes to grab for it. Yeah. And then you sort it out. Yeah, have a you conversation. Sort it out 100%, yeah. And nothing happens. Mm. So the bill's sitting there and it's waiting and it's waiting. It gets to the point where we both stand up, put our coats on and push our chairs in and no one has grabbed that bill, Jodes. No one. And we've both seen it. I've seen his eyes look down. We're about to walk out. So, of course, I grab it. We walk to the front. Jodes, this boy is hiding behind me when we get to the cash register like physically standing behind me. You know, like when you used to stand behind your mum and she couldn't see you? Um. Doing those ones. I thought he was allergic to the FPOS paper or something was going on because he was not offering a thing. So obviously it comes up and I'm getting my wallet out. I'm doing the big song and dance about me getting my card out. Yeah. He still hasn't. I'm waiting for this voice that never comes. He never offers anything. So I turn around to him and I was like, are you are you okay? Sorry to, to split this with me. And he was oh like, oh, God. oh yeah, sure. Acting shocked. And I was like, this isn't normal. Do you think that that's normal? No, the fact that you even had to prompt him. Mm. Like, what was that? Mm, completely. It's like, he, was he just assuming that you were going to foot the whole bill? That's I reckon. That's the vibe I'm 100%, 100%. getting. A hundred percent. Why the fuck would you do that? I, I, I No idea. And I, I guess it's a kick in the guts, hey, when that happens to you in real life because mm. you're thinking, like, even though you weren't my type, you obviously never, ever want to see me again. Because I find that guys that are so keen to pay for the bill, they're always like, you can get the next one. And there was none of that. Unless he's just a total hard ass. Yeah, a bit of a sting. I mean, if you're listening, sorry to this I man. I mean, you will be. You're but, tragic. I mean, I met up with um, one of my very, very, probably my closest 
guy mate um, for dinner this week and I asked him for his advice just to get the other side we of love, the coin. He's a gentleman we as love well. him. We love him. Um, and he was like, no, even if it was mm. like a girl I had an awful time with, I didn't vibe, I would always offer to pay the whole thing or at the mm. very minimum, I would like really insist that we the minimum we do is half. Like if you're not prepared to pay half on a date, mm. then don't, don't go date. on the date. Don't go on the date, my guy. 100%. You had a choice. Mm. You chose to bring your ass to this date. So just at least go 50-50 or like start the conversation about what's happening with the bill and at least offer like – why the fuck did you have – oh, I just cannot Is with that this your man. stance on it, though? Like, do you think that guys should always pay on the first day? Look, I think it's not. I think it's preferred. Mm. I definitely prefer it. I think it's – especially if they are the one in pursuit. Yeah. It's a nice thing to do. But do I think it's a hard and fast rule? Yeah. No. I don't think anything is in 2020. Yeah, completely. Do I prefer it? Yes. But I also think it's – I've also been the type to put my hand up and say, hey – Happy to go 50-50 on this yeah. one. It's not, a, it's not a big issue. It's just more for me. What irks me is the fact that you had to bring Turn it up. around and like, like yeah. Again, you had to wear yeah. the pants. It's yeah. so frustrating. Yeah. Sorry to this man. Ugh. Yeah, I agree. I think that I actually think, and this might shock a few viewers. Viewers? This might shock a few listeners. I actually think that the guy should always pay on the first date. Mm-hmm. Yes, you should always offer 50-50. Yeah. But until the pay gap no longer exists yes. and the effort that we go to as women yes. for that date, whereas they might, I don't know, they might dash a bit of links on them and they're good to go. Shave their balls. Literally. Like we put in so much effort, um, you know, like before I had changed my routine up, I was always booking everything. The least you can do is pay for that date. It's nice. So I always think the guy should pay and if he doesn't insist on paying or at the very least going going half and half then yeah. it's just such a red flag for me agreed, agreed. Um, but that my weekend did come to a bit of an abrupt end I did have a kinky Saturday night planned oh. but um auntie Flo came I actually t- I auntie hate when people Flo. say that hey <laughs> I got my period. Painter, I always like the painters and decorators. Oh, is that what you call yeah, it? The painters and decorators have arrived. So um, I got my period and thankfully mm. um, Jodes and I were sent products this week. Yes. Well, look, full disclosure, yep. We thanks to our, our darling GBs, we mm. do get – we're getting a bit more traction with the potty. And as a result, we do get sent a, a few things mm-hmm. here and there. Some of the stuff – I will say we can say this right, Jules. We don't always. We don't want to talk about it. We'll kind of we'll, we'll hit them with a thanks, but no thanks mm-hmm, completely. We'll put it to the side. Um, but if it's usually like a sex toy or vibrator or something fun, we'll always give it a go, right? Uh, well, look in the name of business, we will try yes. your sex toys out. Yes, in the name of professionalism yes. and um, you know being business women, we will give them a go. But we always say, look. If 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 we don't like it, we're not speaking about. We're it. We're not going to no. speak about it. So you need to be you need to be okay with that before mm. you send us yep. anything. So shout out to Oz Hero and Beauty. They were okay with that because they backed their products mm. clearly, mm-hmm. and they sent us these moon cups. Mm-hmm. I was so stoked because I had been so intrigued by moon cups mm. for. I would say actually for years, ever since they came out, because I was like, it sounds awesome because you save so much money. So I calculated that a moon cup costs around $65 and lasts for 10 years, Jodes. It's amazing. Uh, Whereas obviously uh, buying sanitary products, I think I calculated, let's say I spend $10 on it a year, um, it ends up being $600, sorry, $10 on it a month, it ends up being $600 a year 
and six thousand dollars over ten years time that That's I'm and for something that I can't help. Like yeah. I'm bleeding from my fanny. Yeah, like thanks. Oh, shout out yeah, to the shout government. out to the government. Thank you. So I tried it. My life has significantly gotten better. I'm so excited for them. Not only the money that I saved, but how comfortable I'm going to be. I did Barry's yesterday, which is a high intensity workout. So I was basically doing flips and shit mm. on treadmills and throwing weights around. I couldn't feel it at all, Jones. Mm. It lasts wow. for 12 hours. So you never, ever have to take it out. I mean, obviously with the 12 hour limit, because that was one of the things I was nervous about. I was like, well, shit, I don't want to be at work changing this cup every 30 minutes. No. So was it's it actually. Easy? How do you put it in your vagina? Okay. Can you just explain, break that down? Completely. For us? So I um, pulled my pants and I actually put my leg onto like my shower ledge. Mm-hmm. So a bit of a. Like you would kind of a tamp, like an yeah. inserting tampon. Yeah, a bit of yeah. a 90 degree angle going. I actually um, put a bit of spit on my fingers and the cup itself because I was like, oh, obviously with everything, lube's going to make it better with sure. everything in life. Sure. And you kind of fold it in half. Mm. I'm just doing a little demonstration Ooh. to Joe's. Yes. You fold it in half like that. It's so cute. Does that make sense? Yes. So I don't know how you're going to say this. Almost like you fold it inwards so it kind of becomes like a little cigarette rolly. Mm. <laughs> I really don't know how to explain this. You just insert it. And then it pops open inside of inside you. of yep, you, easy. so it catches everything. It lasts twelve hours. Um, obviously, so good for the planet. That's what my girlfriends that have mm. have talked to me about it. That's what they love. Yeah, they love the fact that they don't have to haul ass to the chemist at Completely. some godly hour for a tampon. Yeah, and I know that even when I was sitting down, I mean, Jodes and I are sitting right now. Mm. Like I said, when I was exercising, I couldn't feel shit. Like I couldn't feel it. Because you've got it in right now, don't I've you? I've got it in right now. Yes. Even sometimes when I like, I don't know, sit on the bus and I think, oh, I can feel my tampon. I didn't yes. put it in right. So when I take it out, I've still got the natural juices of my vagina, if that makes sense. You don't have that annoying dryness. Dryness. When you you take a tampon out. Yes. I just can't gas this up enough, guys. I am fully – I was so – Skeptical. I was one of you. I was like, you know what? It's just so easy for me to buy a tampon, etc. You know, I don't need my life to be any easier. Well, my life just got significantly easier. I would highly recommend it. They are so cute. Like I said, Oz Hair and Beauty. Shout the fuck out. How much? It was like $65. This will last me for 10 years. And it's called a fun cup. Yes. Oh, actually, one of the questions I, I did get about it mm. was – like where are you supposed to wash it? Like is it dirty? Is are you just do you have blood? I think everyone assumes that it's gonna be the shining when yeah, you what take if, it out. What if I've had a big night and mm. I'm I'm stuck at bloody Barry's house and Barry's mm-hmm. house and I'm in this sco little boys bathroom and I've realized oh shit it's been 12 hours I need to take it out what do Easy. I do okay so obviously so you sit on the toilet mm-hmm. um you kind of like push down so you need to fish it out obviously but you kind of push down with your stomach literally as if you're like I don't know giving birth you push down a bit you take it out and you empty it in the toilet so you empty it in the toilet so you're left with just like a normal looking cup that you quickly wash under the tap Oh, it's easy. so just discreet. Give it a, just give it a little rinse. It's so discreet. I would highly recommend it. Thank you again, Oz Hair and Beauty. I am a convert. I mean, I love it. I we love bet. it. Well, let's go to a break. I want to have a little feel and play with that. But make sure in the meantime, GBs, that you have a sus of our new website, www.goodbepodcast.com. And if you're not already, because you damn well should be, follow us on Instagram at goodbepodcast. And we'll see you right back after the break.
All right, good bitches. You're back with Jules and Jodes, and it's time for our main topic. Now, this is something that Jules and I have been wanting to speak on for a while now. Mm. I I think we have a lot of personal conversation about body image, how we feel about ourselves. Mm -hmm. You know, we've always said to you girls, we never come from a place of, you know, here's us on our ivory tower. Fuck no. We're We're just like you. We have our insecurities. We have our shit days. Even like today, right, Jules, I'll mm. say this, you know, when we're film doing a bit of filming with our new, fuck, what do you call it? What's that? Uh, ring light, ring with light. With the ring light. We're both sitting there like, oh, fuck, I hate this angle. Mm. I don't like my profile. Yeah. I don't like I this like, side of my face. You can't film this side, Jodie. I've got a huge mole on the side of my head. Jodie was like, I have never seen that in my life. Exactly. That would have never occurred to you that you don't like that. And I've got things that I don't like either. I fucking hate my profile. I don't know how I'm going to get married (laughs) standing on the side like that. Honey, that's not my angle. Anyway, the point is we go through it, right? Yeah. And we've been wanting to have an open conversation about, you know, body image and that road to Mm self-acceptance and just really get into it because of our, I feel like we've had very different environments growing up Mm. with Jules in Perth, myself Mm -hmm. in New Zealand. Mm -hmm. Our backgrounds are really different especially you with your Polynesian background mm-hmm. Jules yeah I want to get into that because I know you had a bit of trauma when you were younger as to how you were treated so Completely. if you wouldn't mind I'd like you to share your experience Yeah, let me just I'll- enter with my horrible <laughs> <laughs> here we are stage left yeah no, um oh bless my and guys we actually don't know what kind of angle we we, we just want to talk about body image yeah. and how fucked and the pressure we feel we don't even know what angle we're trying to approach with this subject so just stay with us it's more so of a conversation between friends really yes um yeah i know when i was growing up bless my um parents heart they brought us up in perth uh, and i was i grew up in scarborough which is uh Jodes, it's like obviously Perth is like the whitest city in the whitest country and Scarborough would be the whitest suburb. Yes. So growing up, um, you know, I think one of the the most exotic person, uh, you know, next to me was one-eighth Italian. Mm -hmm. So everyone was very stick thin with boobs. Mm -hmm. Um, And I, here I was, I was always, I've always been, either big boned or overweight. Like, and Mm. I'm not going to say overweight just because I felt big. I was genuinely overweight. Um, Huge thighs, uh, huge kneecaps, just a big solid gal. Um, And I think growing up with icons like um, Adriana Lima and Lauren Conrad and, you know, obsessing over the heels and, um, you know, those little skirts that are like the size of a belt, that did yes. nothing for my with 14, the, four size 14 thighs. You know, with those, the little plates. Exactly. Yes. So I think I have just been always obsessed with trying to be thin. And I remember wearing makeup eight, um, eight shades lighter than what I was because I hated my skin color. I wanted to change my last name. I hated being, um, I guess, ethnic in, in a way, mm. or Polynesian. Um, and I, yeah, it's really stayed with me. And I find that even with our current climate of, you know, now we choose to call our obsession with being thin, being healthy. Do, mm. do you, have you noticed that, Joe? Yes. Like now everyone's like, oh, I just want to be healthy. But yet we're still exercising every day and cutting out all carbs. And it's under the guise of being healthy, not yeah. trying to be thin. But I know that you've had a completely different experience to me. So what's your side, babe? Well, what's interesting is, yeah, our, our experiences are so different. On the flip side, I grew up as a very frickly, gangly, nerdy girl mm-hmm. in a small country town. And, you know, the school that I was at, it wasn't cool 
to be in the nerdy class. It wasn't cool to be a singer. I was really into my music when I was younger. Um, Mm. I was a bit of a loner. And it definitely wasn't cool to be flat-chested and skinny and freckly. Insane. Insane. That's all I would have paid for that body when I was younger. See, I would have paid for your curves because all the cool girls at my school, they had their boobies, they had curves. Um, You know, I was stuck in a little trainee bra. I couldn't fill it out. I didn't really start getting my curves in and, and, you know, filling out until late in life, 18, 19. I was Mm. so rake thin and I hated it. Mm. And, you know, those memories and those those things that – those little traumatic events Mm. in life that stick with you. I remember being at my girlfriend's house um, and I was hanging out with her and her mum and we were trying on clothes and I was in her bedroom and her mum entered the room and I'd had on one of my friend's shirts and it just hung off me. There was nothing to me. I had no shape. I was rake thin. Mm. And she looked at me and she did the hand on the hip and Mm. she kind of looked me up and down and, and said to me and my friend, oh, there's just no shape to her, is there? It infuriates me. Oh my gosh. That uh, mothers in particular and parents say these offhanded comments that stick with kids for life. When I had this discussion with my girlfriends, I know that they were saying that a lot of their mums would be the ones to, you know, pinch their skin and say, why don't you put that chocolate biscuit down? And I'm looking at these goddesses, aka my friends, who are size. Tens at the max, Jodes. Mm. Size 10s at the max. And I just know what it's like for, especially during our adolescence, those comments do stick with you for life. I remember when I was 15 kilos overweight, I was, you know, I am 5 foot 10, so I'm going to be heavier than the average person, but mm. I was nearing about 90 kilos, which is a lot bigger than what I am now. But I tell you what, Jodes, once I lost that weight and I lost it actually quite rapidly when Mm. I was about 20, how I was treated by not only strangers, not only my peers and my friends, but how I was treated by my best friends, I may as well have cut my hair off, moved countries and changed passports. Like everyone, when I put on weight, people stopped inviting me to things. I just wasn't in the inner joke. I wasn't in the inner circle anymore. So it is so hard and that has really... That's really um, stunted me for my whole life because I'm obsessed with chasing that, how would you call it, Um, acceptance of society, the acceptance by society that comes with being thin because it fucking does. It does and I hate admitting that. Like we are absolutely invisible if we are bigger than the norm or if we don't look a certain way. Or, or if you're curvy, mm-hmm. it has to be a society's acceptable mm-hmm. level of curvy. So curvy in all the places that they deem mm. it okay to be curvy. So mm-hmm. your boobs, mm-hmm. your bubble butt, it has to be the right kind of thickness, mm-hmm. thick with two Cs. Yep. Do you know what I mean? 100%. Slim thick. Yep. It has to be the cute type of thick. And I think even um, being a feminist, a lot of girls come to me and they're like, oh, what do you think about so-and-so who just had her lips done or who had her, mm. um, uh, just some sort of injectables? I'm like, I don't blame them. Yeah. This, the pressure we get from society to have big lips, a tiny waist, a, f- a fat ass, um, but you have to be white Mm. you reckon that that's natural like fuck off and it's also so guys are so disillusioned when I go on Mm. dates with them and they're like I just like a natural girl someone who doesn't wear makeup like the Kardashians oh please (laughs) 
So someone with just, you know, just a, a bit of plastic surgery. Just a tiny just bit. Just a few procedures, maybe one nose job. Oh, my gosh. They're fucking delusional. It's like guys that say that, like, the natural look. Or I don't like girls that wear a lot mm. of makeup. Yeah. Mate, even the natural look. Is not natural. I'm talking mascara, BB cream. There's still something mm, there. Mm-hmm. We're not all just waking mm. up, rolling out of bed, like. Completely. Please. I have been finding, though, I think with ISO, um, well, kind of the the effects of COVID, not mm. everything being open and just having a bit more time on my hands. I do find, though, that I stand in front of the mirror and I start pulling things, Jodes. I'm like, oh, I could do this under eye thing. So I wonder no. if that does go hand in hand, you know? I think Instagram's got a lot to answer for. I think it Completely. is super toxic. Mm-hmm. The amount of time, I mean, my flatmates are always saying, you spend too much time on your phone. I'm like, um, I'm working. I'm on <laughs> at Goodby Podcast. But do you find that mentally you're a bit more fucked after having a solid day on the IG? It is draining and it's like you kind of you kind of leave that time thinking, well, what did I gain from that? Yeah, I would completely. have been better off calling a friend or calling my, calling yeah. my parents or doing something, right? Yeah, completely. And it's all about the angles as well. Like, oh, if I stand up straight with my tummy out, oh, no, no, no. But you best believe on IG I'm throwing it back and busting it open like normal. Um, But I do think it's important. I don't know if this is overstepping the mark. Mm. Please don't at me, GBs. I do think it – I'm just a bit – and it's like with everything in life. I'm stumbling over my words because I don't know how to say this properly. Yeah. I think it's important in life to admit if we have had work done or had something done. Like I know for me – the reason why I have the body shape I do is because genetics plays like 90% of the role. Yes. But if I'm at the gym and I'm looking at this girl and I'm like, oh, I wish I was as beautiful as she is, I go on IG on this like surgeon's page and I see that she's on it and she's had all this work done. But yes. here I am being like, why am I so ugly? I'm so ugly compared to her. You know? It breaks but it's my like, heart hearing you say that. Does it? It hurts me. Does it really? Because I can't believe you feel that way about yourself. Do you know what I mean? It's like it just shows you're never really aware of – how beautiful other people think you are. Like, I know. And it's it's funny like when you're looking at someone else's smile and you're like, oh, my God, I'm obsessed with your smile. And they're like, really, I hate my teeth. But that's why I think we need to just start owning, even if, you know, the road to self-acceptance and being, you know, comfortable with our body and, and what we look like is just owning the few things that we do love about ourselves. Completely. I really like my hair. It's one yes, thing that I always – gorgeous hair. It's one thing that I like. I always get compliments on it. Yeah. It's, it's pretty healthy. It's long. It's, it's pretty really shiny. Long. It's I never gorgeous. really. It is low maintenance. I never really have to put a lot of work into it. Mm. You know, it is one of the things that I do like about myself. But then I'm always whinging about my pale skin, aren't I, Jules? Mm-hmm. I know. And I keep saying, "Bitch, you're going to look 35 when I like when you're my age. You will be amazing." It, ju- it just shows, you know what I mean? Like yeah. how never ever happy. And I do work in an industry that um, I work in an industry where how do I say this? Image is everything. Image is everything. Yes. And I can tell you right now, GBs, absolutely everyone hates themselves, which does not make me happy. That makes me so unhappy because don't forget, the economy profits of off us hating ourselves. Mm-hmm. Like the beauty industry is a multi-billion dollar industry. It is. Holy shit. So, you know, every time I'm like, oh, my God, why don't the fuck don't I own banana powder and, <laughs> um, I don't know, pro- Filter Cream or, or whatever. Yeah, I'm like, why the fuck? No wonder I'm so ugly. Why don't I look like Rihanna I and know. her Pro Filter Highlighter or whatever it's called? So I know we've been rambling a bit. What, what do we want our GB tip of the week to be? I think the point is, look, you've got to love yourself just 
period. Mm. I know that's an American way, a very American thing to Mm -hmm. say, but Mm -hmm. I feel like as women, our bodies are constantly evolving throughout our lives. Mm. You only get one body. You've only got one life to live. Mm-hmm. We're never going to be able to meet society's ever-changing standards, you Completely. know? Remember when there was the Kate Moss trend and it was oh. cool to be wafer thin. Yep. Now it's hot to have big booties. Mm-hmm. It's like you can't keep up. Mm-hmm. So you may as well just own what you, what you, what's God-given, if you yep. want to say that, yep. what you've naturally been born with and just learn to accept it and learn to love yourself. We're never going to have... We're never going to be happy with everything. Mm. I'm not going to sit here and I don't think we're ones to sit here, Jules, and say, love yourself no matter what. You're perfect. No, just try and look at yourself. Be kind to yourself. Yeah. Even if you can't love everything about yourself all the time, Mm. focus on the things that you do really love about your body. Mm -hmm. Maybe you've got a banging booty. Mm. Maybe you've got beautiful eyes. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And also let's stop. I mean, this is a different topic altogether, but let's stop ingraining into young women that it's all about their physicality. Completely. Let's stop saying to young girls, oh, you're so pretty. I love your hair. I love your little outfit. Oh, you've got such a pretty smile. Why not say, oh, that was really kind what you did to to Susie today at break. I really love how polite you are. Yeah, exactly. Start like helping them to build their self-worth outside of their physicality Mm -hmm. because it's just so tenuous and just – it's so easy to break someone when that's mm. all you're judging them on. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. Am I rambling? Am I making any fucking sense no, here? No, complete sense. So I think, I mean, I'll, I'll keep mine short, but I mm. think I only feel like that, Jodes, or I only feel some type of weight against myself is when I am comparing and yes. I am comparing to people who aren't telling me the truth on social media. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, obviously we can't be like, just stay off social media and never go live in a cave. It's more so just remember there's angles, there's lighting, there's dietitians that go behind mm-hmm. these people. There are, you know, there's thousands of dollars that go into them to make them look like that exactly. cool, effortless, sexy girl. And I'm never going to be that girl. But do I have things that they don't as well? I'm sure I do. So Absolutely. Like, we just have to hone in and remember that. Something that's definitely helped me in my big age of being in my mid-20s after, you know, having lots and lots of solo self-love time, mm-hmm. um, masturbating on the reg, with different toys, uh, Jones has said at the start of the episode, and we're very we're, we're not ashamed to admit we do get sent quite a lot of things. Yeah, um, we got sent by Oz Hair and Beauty the Jiju. I'll say that again. Jiju. The Jiju G Spot <laughs> Bullet Vibrator. Yes. I actually, you know what? I'll let you say. What do you think about it? We haven't swapped notes yet, and I want to know since you're. Team G-Spot, what did you think about it? <laughs> well, obviously I jumped on this because it is, it's made for the G-Spot, but it also, it's a good all-rounder because it can hit your G-Spot, but then it can hit your clitoris as well. Mm-hmm. So I love this if maybe you're new mm-hmm. to the world of sex toys mm-hmm. or vibrators and you're just trying to get your confidence up, mm-hmm. whether you're, you know, you, you're not really comfortable using toys during masturbation or it's a bit foreign to you. Mm-hmm. This is amazing. This mm-hmm. is the one. Like don't fart around with the other ones. Just yeah. go straight to this guy because you're getting G-spot, you're getting clitoris. It is so 
discreet. Mm-hmm. I want to know what you think about this, but it's so quiet. Mm-hmm. So if you've got flatmates in the house and you're a bit funny about vibrations or noise, depending on your living situation, this is, I was shocked by how quiet it was mm-hmm. and the power that it had for how quiet and discreet mm-hmm. it was. It's so cute looking. Mm-hmm. It feels beautiful. Yeah. It's 100% silicone. Yeah. I, I love the feel of it and the way it's contoured as well yeah. for me was so easy to use. Yeah. It's definitely Just, your next travel buddy. Yes. this shit could fit in. Oh, God, it fit in your handbag. It fit everywhere. Definitely next travel buddy. I used it on Saturday night and my housemate was in the next room. Um, I didn't even think she was watching a movie, so she would have definitely heard it. And I, it was so, so quiet that I felt so comfortable that she wouldn't hear me. Yes. You know? So I actually used it on my – we all know Jules's team clip. Let's go yeah. over that. Okay. So I actually rubbed it. Um, it's got a bit of a, like a nozzle at the top I like rubbed that yeah on a bend so I rubbed that on my clit until mm. I was just about to come and then I shoved it up me oh, sounds <laughs> and then I shoved it up me um so it was hitting my g-spot yeah so when I orgasmed I still had that sensation rubbing against my g-spot yes. so my orgasm lasted for so much longer because when I'm taking clit if it's going so like on my clit I often get scared I'm like and I take my hand away or I take my toy away so the fact that this was completely penetrating me as I was coming was a whole different experience Jodes yes and I'm sorry but can we please get into that I want to talk about what your favorite settings were because can we please just honor that third setting which I like to call the lawnmower oh yes I know what is that the one that's like Oh, that was my shit. I just want to honour that. I'm calling it the lawnmower, but that third setting is a vibe. I don't know what. So this actually does come. So it comes with five speeds and seven different patterns. Yes. We have to let the listeners know. My favourite um, pattern was definitely just the most consistent. It was like. You like that number one. The whole time. Yeah. yeah. You like it on. <laughs> across all areas of my life. <laughs> it does me great. So guys, we just thought we'd give a quick shout out. Like we keep saying, we're definitely not not paid for yet. Nothing. This is completely off Jodes and I Jodes and I's own back. So I think highly this recommend is a, it. it. Look, in summary, it's a great all rounder. Mm-hmm. You know, like mm-hmm. we've spoken about our clitoral massages mm-hmm. and other things we've tried. If you haven't bought, bought anything at all yeah. and you don't really know where to start yeah, in the yeah. world of sex toys, this is super affordable. Also, a great little couples thing. I know if I had yes. if I had a man's I don't want him to be fucking me from behind with it on that setting and rubbing it from the front oh my god oh! that would be spicy don't, I want to have sex right now I would want that I would want that but on the lawnmower setting yeah yeah done yes. you're mine but my love I think we should go to break um everyone can follow us at good Bee podcast on yes. the gram we do have a new website which Woo-hoo. you might not have caught it's www.goodbepodcast.com we actually have a completely anonymous section where you can send in questions confessions ask one of us out on a mm-hmm. date i don't know right in there um the only thing that we absolutely need is the message you can stay anonymous and yeah we'll see you after the break Okay, guys, we are back with listener question. Once again, we love receiving these, so please write in at Good Bee Podcast and DM us. Uh, I'm going to get into it, Jodes. Yep, do that. Listener says, what's up to my favourite good bitches? Yay. Absolutely love the podcast and I would love some advice. 
basically, I have been traveling full time for the last few years and spent most of that time at hostels, bars, nightclubs, etc. Mm-hmm. So, as you can imagine, romantic dinners aren't really a thing for poor backpackers. I am so used to my sexual encounters with men being both of us are really drunk and we have hot sex. Great. Which is fine because I really had no desire to see any of these men again. But now I have stopped traveling, obviously because of Corona, and find myself wanting to finally settle down and start dating. Hmm. But I have so much anxiety about actually going on dates because they are so new and foreign to me. I just don't even know how they work and what the unwritten rules are, if there are any what my expectations should be. I am so used to seeing a cute guy I want to sleep with and walking over and making it happen that now I don't know how fast or slow a date should go, question mark. Helping you date it out with some tips and advice because I am lost. Thanks, bitches. Great question. Interesting. Great question. Also, love it how you just make it happen with these men. Yes, Just queen. walk over. Love that. Jodes, what would you say for someone who is so petrified of actually going on a date? Honestly, I jump on the apps. Yeah. It's like a training ground for anyone. Yeah, completely. She can work on her chat, get mm. to know what's out there, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. get a feel for what type of guy she actually wants to, you know, mm. maybe engage with mm. in a relationship. Mm-hmm. That's one way to, you know, good thing about the apps is you get selection. Yeah. Yeah. I think actually physically going on the dates, because I still get nervous and butterflies every time I go. Yes. I always remember, fuck, like I know that I'm a great talker. These are men should be nervous. Like they should be the nervous ones. And I actually have started to go in it with the mindset of, I'm just going to go have a drink with a friend. I'm going to have a drink. Because if I start thinking, is this husband, is this boyfriend, is this fuck buddy, that's when I get nervous because I'm like, what are they going to think of me? But when I think, oh, this is just Daryl and we're just meeting up for a quick drink, oh, all the anxiety just goes out the door. Take the pressure off yourself and just say, like there's so many dates that I ended up just making like a friend literally or or a good good contact. You never know where it's going to leave. And I think also just – as just a general tip, right? You know, we go into these situations so insecure about what they might think of us. Mm. But what you need to remember is that most time in life, people are actually more worried about what you're thinking of them. Completely. They're in their own heads thinking about, you know, how you might feel about their yeah. appearance or their insecurities. They're not thinking about you. Yeah. They're worrying about themselves. Yeah, yeah. Can I just say, obviously, after mm. um, after almost footing the bill and I've been stood up. Yes. <laughs> uh, okay, a few, you've asked what the do's and don'ts are, what the rules are. So yeah. I would make sure that you have either communicated that date to make sure that the date is actually happening. Yes. I know that that sounds insane, but considering I've been stood up twice just in the last six months, it happens. Yeah. It happens. So I would make sure that you guys have communicated. You've still been like, are we you're still on for 6 p.m.? Great. And I'll that he's actually followed up. Completely. Because a lot of the time if they don't follow up, then I feel like sometimes you're in the realm of a potential ghosting. Yes, 100%. Right? you haven't heard from them in 24 hours since like Tuesday night. Make Ooh. sure it's definitely, the date's definitely on before you haul your ass there because yeah. you don't want to waste your time. Completely. And then once I get there, I always um, order for the table as in just two drinks. I don't know if that's a good, like that's just me being a good bitch, but that's normal, isn't it? I mean, I do that. Yeah, I, I think that's normal. Are we, is that too assertive? No. I, I like to get a drink going if I'm there already. Or- yeah, yep. 
Um, and then obviously just through our red flags and green flags, etc. I would ask him obviously questions or, or her, sorry, ask him or her questions. But then I would hang back and make sure that they're asking something. Yes. It's not up to you. We, hang can't, back. we can't keep breaking our backs for these fucking fuck boys and, you know, These baby downs. boys. Hang back for a, a minute and see if he's actually inquiring about your life and your mm. hobbies or your interests because if he's not – there's, that's a pink, like a, well, it's not even a pink flag, is it? It's kind yeah. of a red flag. Red flag what, there's a, I feel like there's an agenda there. Often if I'm out with a guy and he's not asking me anything about myself, a lot of the time it sort of came to head that he was only interested in sex. Yeah. He didn't actually want to get actually, to know me as a person. Yeah. So that's something she needs to be mindful of yeah. if she actually wants to date properly. Yeah. And then when it comes to conversation, um, this is why I don't like talking too much. I mean, obviously you need to get to know someone, but that's why I don't like talking too much on the apps beforehand because they leave little to no mystery and I find myself carrying every conversation because they haven't thought of any original questions but I'm just going to plug a very unsponsored thing here there mm-hmm. is these questions called flex mommy questions oh I lo- we love her we love her they get your critical thinking going so they'll um, you can flip a card or, or you can um, write them down on your phone etc I would highly um, recommend that you invest in them but they definitely get your critical thinking going so they'll ask questions like who would you spend your last day on earth with is there someone who wouldn't want you to be on this date right now? Oh, that's so spicy. So as for conversation going, you've got this. It's actually way easier than you think. Um, and then when to, we're wrapping up the date, as I've learnt this week, you have to be prepared, prepared to go 50-50, but I would be expecting him to pay. Yeah. Or at least offering. I'm definitely, yeah, turned off if they don't or at the very least just take ownership of the bill and say, did you want to do 50-50? What Mm. did you want to do? Mm -hmm. But go with enough coins in your pocket to be able to do – 50-50. 50-50. Absolutely. Sure. So, babe, I think I think I that answers helped. it. Yeah, I hope that helps. Please write to us. Um, give us the tea. We want the receipts of this date. Yes. Um, Jones, we have a very funny confession. This comes from one of our um, – I think I can say our Victorian GBs. Our Victorian so GBs. definitely a, a lockdown situation. Let me Shout just out get to this you. up. Do I know this person? You don't know her, no. Okay. Listener says, <laughs> I've been talking to this guy during isolation. He's not really my type and he's a little younger than me. In brackets, damn these baby boys. <laughs> I was lucky enough to spend one day and night with him. The first night we spent together, I had big rose-tinted glasses on. The sex, the night, it was all amazing. Mm. He has a beautiful dick, Mm. did everything right, pulled my legs up and ate me out. Oh, I love it when they do that. (laughs) Pulled my legs up and ate me out, kissed my body head to toe, leaving scratches on his porcelain white back. (laughs) Now, a week goes past and I've got vivid memories of this drunk, amazing night. So we end up on a weekday having mind-blowing phone sex. Oh. This dude is nasty. (laughs) The way he didn't let me put my phone down told me how to touch myself. He even knew I had a toy under my pillow waiting. He was dominant, affectionate. It honestly felt like he was in my ear. Oh. I ended up squirming on my bed until I finished and happily told him I was blush. He politely waited and a few minutes later he showed me his cum. Drool. I loved it. I woke up the next day recharged and glowing. I wanted to see him in real life. I couldn't resist. I told him, I told my family I was going to see friends in 
brackets. In brackets, yeah. Because I guess you can't go see people, hey? And drove over to his house to get exactly what I got that night before. Boy did okay. Brought us a nice bottle of wine. We sat in his room, in brackets, baby boy energy. And then after an hour or so went past, under the sheets we go. And to my surprise, it was as awkward as a high school first time. If anything, it was the complete opposite. No finesse, no kissing. It was so quiet I could hear the kitchen tap dripping. Oh, my gosh. This boy was nervous, clammy or something because it was so awkward. I gave him head because I felt bad and his dick wasn't even that great anymore. I ended (laughs) up stopping halfway and saying, saying I needed to head home. He stayed in bed while I popped my clothes back on, gave him a kiss on the forehead and I was on my way. Let's just say he's steering clear into cancellation lane because he's either embarrassed or just frigid. Shame. I saw the devil for a moment in that dick, but now I'm back on my bullshit. I feel so awkward after that story. I feel so let down. I've got like secondhand embarrassment. I know. But imagine saying it's like we see all over the internet, internet where they're like, I'm going to fuck you so hard. And you get to <laughs> his spot, like his place, and it's nothing like I'm that. I'm going to rock your world. Oh, my gosh. Well, thank you so much, JB, for writing in. I hope you're doing an okay in ISO, babe, and you're getting yourself off and yes. not relying on these damn oh, baby boys. We cannot rely on these baby boys anymore. I think that's why we've been taking ownership of the toys mm, completely more than ever, Jules. Yeah. I just cannot. I've been going crazy on them, actually. Yeah. Speaking of, I'm going to skedaddle and go <laughs> get to it. Guys, <laughs> thank you so much for listening. Um, you can always follow us at Good Bee Podcast on the gram mm-hmm. or hit us up, www.com goodbepodcast.com please rate review and subscribe if you feel like it we love you so much love you bitches 